Welcome to Sana Talks to People and Sometimes Herself. I have yet to talk to myself. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sana, and I'm joined by Mike, my co-host, Mike. I say you need to start talking to yourself at some point. I I need to start talking to myself. I, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) haven't really touched on that yet, but I've I've got enough. From what you told me, you do have some nice topics that you said you were going to discuss. Yes. Solo. Yes. Which I was like, those topics. Thank you. Thank you. Well, today's topic is going to be, um, as we all know, um, Mike is our resident expert on the subject matter of dating and uh, (laughs) (laughs) the sheer amount of experience that Mike possesses. It's just astounding. Okay, let me put a caveat on that. So just because I've gone on a lot of dates does not make me an expert. If nothing else, that's not a good idea because I don't know what I'm doing because clearly I haven't been solid yet. But uh, no, I've been on a fair amount of dates. I have been on dating apps. So I kind of know, well, I kind of have an idea of how to navigate the online dating world, kind of. Okay. The topic, so the topic is online versus in-person. So I just want to introduce the topic first, online versus in-person. And to respond to what you're saying, um, how, how modest and humble of you, sir. Um, but I don't know, I'm just joking. I do appreciate, obviously, you're saying that just because someone does a lot of it doesn't make them an expert. But we're going to pick your brains now. Yeah, because there's a lot of quote-unquote dating experts out there. Like, I was actually in Calgary, I remember, like, last month, and I remember I watched a video. And you know what? I forgot to mention this to you. There was a woman who quotes herself as a dating expert, and she literally spent 15 minutes talking about, guess what? Ghosting. And uh-huh. I felt like listen to our damn podcast, because she was saying, basically saying the same stuff that we were saying in the damn, in her little diatribe there. And I was like, <laughs> damn, bro, did you listen to our podcast? Like, you got some... <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah. I was I just I forgot to mention that to you before, but yeah, I figured I'd mention that to you now. Well, you know, I think I mean it's relationships matter. Re- they really matter to me, and you know, and they matter to you. And we both actually spend a great deal amount of time talking about them, and and you know, looking into personality traits and so forth. So, you know, without getting too dry, it's it's just fun to talk about things as they are. You know, and I love what I like about you is you seem to have no filter, um, oh. which is a little bit really opposite of me because I was born in a filter. And uh, yeah. so oh, I need, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like tap water, just doing <laughs> out garbage half the time. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no. Well, you know, you gotta. I try to, you know, sometimes I feel like it's, there's a time and place, right? I think, although I do, for the most part, I don't have much of a filter. That's why I, I'm very quiet and I don't say too much at times um I do try to read the room obviously and I try to pick and choose when to say stuff from when to shut my damn mouth so I'm learning that as I go that's good learning is a growing growing is learning yeah those are wise words that I just coined well anyway before I get too boring Mike I wanted to ask you so what online and in person when you say that, and, and just to introduce a topic, are you talking about like how to meet people? Is mm-hmm. that, is, am I correct? Oh uh, yeah, I would say um, in terms of what you prefer, do you do people, cause I, you know what, I, I, the reason why I, I kind of, we, I brought up the topic with you to discuss is because a lot of times I find that um, women tend to tell me all the time, oh, I'm so sick of online dating, online dating sucks. I wish I could just meet someone in person and blah, blah, blah. You know, I wish I could just meet someone at the grocery store at like a Starbucks or whatever, um, which in theory is nice. Obviously you get to meet them in person, you get to see their face, you get to talk to them, stuff like that. Yeah. But at the same token, I've also heard girls complain about, you know, going to clubs and having guys hit on them and say crazy wild stuff to them and those type of things or, you know, if they're out somewhere, guys catcalling them or something along those lines. So I just, you know, for me, I think, I mean, I, it's not that I prefer online. I think for me, I've just gotten to a point where I'm used, I'm used to being picking up or talking about online. It's just the nature of the technology and my work, my work history, my work, I guess my work schedule at the time, because I used to work overnight. So on weekends, I didn't have a life. So I didn't have the luxury of 
you know, going, eating, yeah, going out to, to bars and yeah. clubs and things like that. Or like, anywhere, I'm, I guess, where you meet people, right? Yeah, because like my Fridays were Tuesdays. So, right. like, <laughs> 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 hey, want to go out to a bar? Oh, I got work in the morning. Damn. You know, so it was kind of tricky for me. So that's one of the reasons why I more gravitated to online, you know, and I mean, I've had, you know, fairly decent conversations. I've had not so decent conversations. I've had good dates and bad dates, stuff like that. So sure, I can, I have experience in on the matter. So for people that listen to this and have no idea what they want to do, they want to navigate the online minefield that I mentioned. I remember me and uh, you and Andrew were talking about on navigating online. It's kind of a minefield. Yeah, 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 it is. I mean, I have, I I think a lot of people would relate to you, Mike, in that sense that in many ways, one, first of all, their schedules don't permit them to have, as you mentioned, the luxury of going out and having social events on certain times where you would meet people. So first, it's it's a schedule thing. It's a work, work issue, or just the kind of lifestyle you live. But also there is many, there are many people that just are better at navigating technology or like they're they would rather uh use technology than go out whether and for whatever reason sometimes it could be health reasons sometimes it could be social or anxiety reasons it's just sometimes it seems like a safer place from the comfort of your own home right to just see who's out there and if you don't like them guess what you can close the window (laughs) so or like close the tab and you're done you're just not messing them back you could just ghost them and not message them back yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a good thing. I'm not ghosting <laughs> people. Relax. I'm just saying that that is an option if you wanted, if you chose to, and a lot of people choose to do that because it's easier. Yeah. Right? And I think with online, there is that. It, to your point, which you so eloquently put, it's an, it's a lot easier online because you do have that buffer to some degree. You don't have to meet them in person. Let's say yeah. if you're on a bad, you're having a bad conversation with somebody. You could just say, oh, well, oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I was busy doing stuff, you know, as opposed to if you meet them at a coffee shop and they're out, like, they corner you outside, you're yeah. kind of stuck. Yeah, like, or just like, let's say you go out on a date and you're at a coffee shop and you're not having a good time, right? Not everyone has the courage to just get up and say, I'm sorry, I got to go. I don't see this working. <laughs> Bye, right? Or not everyone can even handle that. Some people will take that too emotionally or I don't know, sometimes people will throw things at you or get really mad and upset and angry. It hasn't happened to me, but I've, I've heard stories, right? I've <laughs> People can get very upset over the tiniest things. Um, and of course, you know, maybe it's a trigger, who knows, who knows what the reason is, but you get to avoid a lot of social awkwardness or drama. So it makes it easier to disappear. But I also want to say it makes it easier for you to be rude, because you don't have to face the consequences of having them see your face, your body, or like, you know, have other people witness the behavior that you're doing. Because if you're at a public place, you have some accountability over your actions. No, people are around you but you don't have that online. So yeah. it is a little scary online too, for that reason. I don't know. Are, are they who they think they are? Are they who they seem? And that's the thing too, like even for myself and even doing this podcast, like, you know, I've told people that I, I told people that I've talked to in the past that I do a podcast and stuff like that. So sometimes while they're in the midst of talking to me, they'll listen to our podcast and hear me talk and me, or they watch my vlogs and they'll see my personality. So they'll just assume that, oh, you know, Michael, you know, because one person, like a few people have actually told me, you know, you're not really the same person you are texting me as you are on your podcast with Sana. I'm like, yeah, but I've known Sana for five years. I just met you two days ago. I'm not going to have the same type of conversations with you either on the phone or through text after, like, I don't know you like that. So there's that too. And I think for me, doing, being online has been a little bit of a double-edged sword for me as well. Because, um, being online, I think people have a pers- have an assumption about me that, uh, oh, Michael's a certain way or whatever. So, and whereas I'm not that way all the time. Like, I'm not this talkative person all the time. I can be at times, but yeah. then there's times I'm kind of very reserved and I just keep to myself. And people take it personal, like I'm not into them, where that's not the case. It's just I, you know, there's times and moments where, hey, I feel I'll chat your ear off. And then, yeah. and there's some days where you're lucky if you get five words out of me. It just depends <laughs> on my mood. So. Word of advice to women, don't take it personally. 
Yeah, that, that, those are amazing words, actually. Incredible, incredible words. And I think, you know, we all need to hear that at some point in our lives. And I, I quoted this book before. I always talk about it. You know, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Just, you know, it's just a book filled with wisdom. It's easy to read. The number one agreement is don't take things personally. Um right we just have this tendency to make everything about us. And I think it stems from a lot of insecurities, which I don't, I mean, I don't blame anybody, right? We all have our upbringing our past and how that affects us, but that insecurity leads us to then think that everything is about us. And in doing so, we forget that, you know, it's a bit narcissistic too, because the world doesn't revolve around you, right? It's like, by the way, this other person is also having a day. You're not just the only one. You're not the only one who's having a good day or a bad day. Here's someone else. So whatever they're going through is a reflection on them more than it is a reflection on you. The world has never last I checked revolved around one person, as far as I know. No, it doesn't. I mean, it'd be nice, you know, uh, like if you're an aristocrat in like the 16th century or something, you know, unless you, know, you get Dr. beheaded for something. But <laughs> oh, yeah. in France, oh yeah, they they be beheading people in France. I was I was reading up on the French Revolution. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's pros and cons to whatever time you're in. Yeah. Um, well, I have, you, though. Sorry, what'd you say? I was actually going to pose a question to you, actually. Mm -hmm. So for you, because I guess for you, you kind of navigated online a little bit and you obviously met people in person. Mm -hmm. So which do you prefer and why? I navigated the online world, definitely. And it was, mm -hmm. uh, it was cumbersome. It was tiring. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a, a lot of effort in on my part I, I just um th there were pros and cons and like I said the pro for the online world was you know you can talk to people at the comfort of your own home and uh, <laughs> you can just really get to know someone at their pace or at your pace so I was really getting to know some people and having long good discussions you know opening up about like I connected with somebody on divorce you know they were going through a divorce I was uh, and we were talking about all the little ways that it would affect us. And this person, you know, shared like, they're like, oh, I was cleaning my closet. I found a clothing and I just sat and weeped. So like this, this is the level of connection that, you know, we were able to have. And I don't think that would have been possible in meeting someone in person right away. Because sometimes when you are in person, physically speaking, we're so interested in the physicality or like the appearance or the, the, the outer layer, a shell of a person that we forget to really listen to the stories. Whereas if you're online and you get a really good conversation, you can be very invested in the actual story. Now, I don't know how this person looks like. I see a few pictures, but as I'm texting to them, I'm not really looking at them, right? I'm not making all these judgments and assumptions and I, we all do that. I mean, it's just the way we're programmed. The minute we see someone, we're gonna have assumptions, right? Um, first impressions and judgments and we're, we're constantly prejudiced against, uh, or we have our biases, whether implicit or, or uh, otherwise. But mm -hmm. so I did find that that was very interesting for me to just connect without the social pressures of looking a certain way or or judging them or being judged i i felt that i felt really i it was very comfortable um almost that same feeling that if i had with a friend for a long time um, now i think <laughs> the in-person part um is i've only the people that i ended up uh, having good relationships with were the people that i met in person and that's just because this, there's, this is a con for me in online world. And that's, you don't really, you can't, uh, you don't know how they're, <laughs> you don't know how they act sometimes because the online versus in-person can be so different. Someone can just put an act online. And because I'm not able to read facial cues, body language, I'm missing out on so much of communication that if I meet them in person, they could be completely different per individual. And I would get that picture if I see them, if I see how they react. So let's say I said something and they roll their eyes. 
I wouldn't be able to see that online. If I said something and they like sighed or they had a smirk or they just laughed, I wouldn't be able to see. If you were being sarcastic, let's say. Exactly, exactly. I don't even see the tone. So I'm missing out on the tone, (laughs) the pitch, all those cues, subtle cues that really tell you about an individual. Yeah, that's the thing with me too. Like I noticed, like I'm, as you know me for many years, (laughs) I have humor at times and very, you know, and my sarcasm does not lend itself well through texting. Because that's why I tell women I'm a very boring texter. (laughs) I'm a very boring texter. And um, I tell women early on that I am not, you know, that don't expect to just get to know me through text. Right. That you probably should either hopefully talk on the phone or voice note or maybe meet up. Because if you're just going to get to know me through text, you're going to probably ghost me after like a week and a half. (laughs) Right. And that's a good approach because you know yourself. Yeah. So they know, but no, to your point. And I, and that's what I noticed with myself too. Like, because you don't like, even for myself with my one, I'm on like this dating app called hinge. And like, to your point in terms of like the, the persona that people will project mm-hmm. online. Like, yeah. Still, I notice with like women or even probably guys too, or whatever, they'll put like their. Definitely. Like, I would say both people would say that. Sorry. <laughs> both sexes or any gender. Of course. They'll post a gym selfie of them flexing in the gym in, in the mirror. <laughs> Or they'll post them like on the being to show that they're worldly. They'll show them <laughs> at the night on with the you know you know the same generic, which is fine. That's cool. <laughs> I when I approached it, when I went on this time, I just said I'm just gonna post just random crap. Like I didn't care. Like I posted myself falling off a bull, a mechanical bull, because <laughs> I didn't care if we like that or not or I you know I was surprised I got such a response to it that I did because I didn't post it for that reason I just posted it to be an ass which you know and then like I posted <laughs> um lip syncing Aaliyah because she's a, I that's my favorite R&B artist and I love the song so I decided to lip sync that song so I did that like I wasn't thinking in terms of oh I want to put like the best light forward and I just didn't I wasn't I didn't care here's the thing you Michael know. you know what you were doing you were being authentic yeah, I was just being myself. Yeah, being yourself. It's uh, it, it sounds really easy, but it's incredible how it rare it is to find authenticity online, in the mm-hmm. online persona, because it's oh, yeah, not, you know. People are trying to project an image. They're trying to project their, oh, I'm this great person. And, you know, like, I, I'm real and I'm honest and I'm all these great, wonderful things. I'm just like, are you? <laughs> You sure? Not playing. But <laughs> no. Mm. But I just, and to your point, I think it, it's very hard for people to be off. Like, I don't even, me and my sister were having this conversation like a couple weeks ago. Like, even like being online and stuff like that, like, what is even real anymore? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that even means anymore. When people say that they want something that's real, I don't even know what they're talking about. Sounds like speaking Chinese to me. I think, and here's a, it's a loaded question because. Uh, if you, it's subjective. What is re- reality has become subjective because we're so plugged in with with our phones, with TV, with with music. Well, whatever form of media that our assumption of reality is is based on what we're exposed to. So if you grew up watching, uh, you know, movies like you know, fairy tales, if that's all you saw, then you're going to expect Prince Charming to ride on a horse, um, <laughs> i.e. some expensive car, get out there, and I don't know, and woo you, and eventually say, will you marry me, and I'll work. And, and, and I don't know, it's just, I feel like people... And then he turns up with a pile of shit afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's Prince the ex- Charming turns up to a douche. <laughs> Prince, yeah, Prince douche. It's... Uh, it's interesting. I mean, our expectations are based on what we see and what we're told. And it all starts with the stories that we're told, but also of who we grow up with. So often, if you don't like the family or you don't, our, our experience of love is, is also based on the love that we see in the household. Now, whether you saw that love or not, uh, those unfortunate to not experience that will then turn to other outlets and, and imagine and fantasize. And, and it's called, you know, it, they'll turn to escapism to 
imagine other situations and so forth. And that's some, that distorts a lot of reality because it's not a true depiction. I mean, you can read about someone's story, but you're going to miss out on the wisdom, which is which are all the bad parts, which are things like patience, resilience, understanding. And of course, you can develop some empathy by reading a lot of books, absolutely. But I've, I don't think it guarantees how you're going to behave because that's just a, it's a social experiment. You have to put yourself out there. You have to experience it yourself and understand yourself and understand what it means to have social skills. And I'll say this one more thing with online dating or the way we're, pe we're meeting people online, we're unlearning or learning a whole new set of social skills. And part of this yeah. is like manipulation, deception, um, ghosting. I mean, come came out of nowhere too, right? I, I don't know. You can't just, I guess you can ghost people whether or not you're online or not, but it's just way easier now, now that you're online, it's so right? Because so we're talking more, the more connected we get, the, more the more opportunities you have to go with someone but the point was that we're we're creating a whole new set of social skills and at the same time we're not learning the actual people skills there's a reason it's called people skill because you have to be in front of a person not a screen it's not screen skills but i think we're developing screen skills which is a bit it frightens me <laughs> well that's totally fair i think you know earlier in the year um, there was a few girls that I had talked to and I noticed, like, I remember the conversations, they were very insecure about themselves, you know, and they're very introverted. They kind of kept to themselves. They're very introverted people already. Mm -hmm. So while, and they were rest, they struggled because while a part of them wanted to be, they wanted to meet someone and be in fall in love and find someone to be with, mm -hmm. they didn't want to actually go out and actually meet that person in person. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, just so to clarify, it, like introversion and you're not saying introversion and insecurity are correlated, right? You're just no. saying in, in this situation that the fact that they're introverted played against them yeah. because they couldn't go out and meet someone. Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Basically. I remember we had a, I had a conversation with one girl and she was like, yeah, you know, I really want to find love, but you know, I'm very introverted and this whole online thing kind of scares me. Like the thought of actually meeting per someone in person scares me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fair. And I said to her, like my advice to her, and I said to this to other people, like only go online when you're ready, when you feel like you're truly in a good space to actually want to actually meet someone and see where things go. Right. If you're not in that space, there's no, there's no blame or shame in that, then fall back and then figure, you know, figure out when you're ready. You know, a lot of times I feel like people feel, get sucked into going online because either their friends are telling them they should do it or, you know, they're on Instagram where they see their friends in relationships and they think, oh, I want that. But then in reality, they're not in the right headspace to want that. And mm -hmm. again, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, um, I was trying to think of an example. I couldn't even, I was thinking of it and I forgot, but. It's this comparison, guess, right? We compare, like, in, exactly. instead of asking for what I want, it's, oh, if, if they're doing this, maybe I should be doing this. And we've all been there. I do that all the time. <laughs> it's so hard to not automatically compare. We're just, our brain goes there naturally. I, I'm trying to think if I ever, I don't think I ever really compared. Like I know when I met my ex-wife initially, like my whole mindset was to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because I was seeing other people in one. It was because I just really wanted to be in one. That was kind yeah. of my whole reality. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> but the problem was I didn't care who it was. It could have been with the fucking cardboard cutout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have stuck want. with a cardboard cutout. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I should have put a cardboard cutout and I would have been golden. But no. Um, and that was the mistake that I made, right? And I think as we grow and we get older, we kind of learn about ourselves, what we like, what we don't like, what our wants are, things like that. But even online dating now has gotten even weirder because like girls out there, some girls I've talked to where, so I'll actually ask, I'm going to tell you the scenario and you tell me how you feel about this because right. a couple of girls I've talked to, they've told me that, you know, they just got out of a relationship um, and they're really just online as a distraction. <laughs> like, hmm. They're just on there just to talk to guys, <laughs> just to see where things go. Not really to see where things go. They're just on there just to talk to guys, and that's it. They don't have any desire to meet up with anyone, not really date, looking to date, obviously, because they just got out of a bad relationship. Yeah. And I just thought, 
because here's why I bring it up because I, and I'm going to bring up another scenario that I'm asking about as well, but I just thought if I did that, if I was on a dating app, let's say as a man, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what, you know, girl's like, hey, so what do you want this app for? And you're like, hey, girl, you know, I just got, I broke up with my girl two days ago, I'm still kind of raw, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to heal, yeah. trying to figure myself out. I don't think a girl would be receptive to that thing. We'll be like, you know, you should probably not be on this damn app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, and I, that's conversation needs to happen. It's about expectations. So um, just being honest. And, and I think that's the, the dishonesty, the disingenuous uh, pers- persona that we portray that I, I do feel like that's a big part of the problem and we're not being honest. Right. So someone yeah, can be out there. Yeah, and honest with yourself uh, and with others. So both both relationships. Thanks for pointing that out. Absolutely. So like sometimes you can, you'll say something to just to please somebody, and it'll go, it can go wrong and astray, and then you'll realize, oh wait, wait a minute, I, this is what I wanted all along, and they're like, why didn't you tell me? Well, I don't know. I just wanted this at the time. So I think we not. It's not just being honest and genuine, but also accountability, like own up to your actions. Like if you knew you were going into this for one reason, but you lied and then you're caught in that lie, just own up to it. Don't say I changed my mind and I became a different person. We can see right through you. And it's, yeah, I think, and these are, these are social skills, like people skills. Yeah, like even, and I'm so glad you brought up accountability. And the reason why I brought up accountability in, in terms of um, being honest with yourself is even for myself. Like four years ago, when I was like dating like a psychopath, <laughs> you would ask me what I wanted earlier in the year. I would have probably said, you know, I'm open to being in a relationship. Right. In reality, I didn't want a relationship. I just wanted to have casual whatever. But I was not honest with myself to actually admit it. Hmm. it took me to self-reflect and realize, you know what, Michael, you're kind of guarded. Yeah. You're not really ready to open up and be in a relationship. And it took women telling me this, who've known me for years to tell me this. And for me to actually look, look at it and be like, you know what, they're probably right. You know, and I, and I had to say, and I had to do some changing and understanding that that's where I was, you know, and I think that's hard for a lot of people because the hardest thing sometimes, the hardest person I think sometimes to hold accountable is yourself. It's yeah. a lot easier to hold someone else accountable <laughs> if someone wrongs you and tells you something and you're like, well, screw you, da-da-da-da. It's yeah. a lot harder when you do something wrong to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I kind of messed up there, you know? Yeah. And that's the hard, and that's the hardest part for a lot of people. But another thing I want to ask you about, and this is kind of funny though, it's kind of a funny thing. So <laughs> earlier in the year, I was talking to one girl on Hinge, this dating app, and she told me probably one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard on the app. So she told me, so we were talking for a bit and then she said, so I just want to be honest, Michael, I actually have a boyfriend, but I'm only on this app for a school assignment. Oh, research paper. <laughs> she, said <it> was apparently, <laughs> she said it was apparently for research. She was doing some research paper. So I, I'm looking at the, my phone like, what? What? No, that's... no, that's not kind of sketchy to me. <laughs> um, so I said, yeah. Paper, yeah. She, I'm like, research, really? Um, and then she said, like, yeah, like, it just this, I don't know, we're, I'm just looking at the studies of how, like, online dating is and the interact and all the stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't really buy that. I think that's kind of bullshit, you know, because I don't know. I just, I thought I call bullshit on that because I don't think as a, like, okay, let me, so I'm going to ask you a question. So let's say, you know, you're dating some guy. Let's say you've been dating for like six months, yeah. you know, in school. And let's say, he's, you know, he's like, you know, Sana, I just want to let you know. I have to do uh, like this research paper on like love and romance and online dating. So I joined plenty of fish. Don't be alarmed. It's okay. I'm not going to mess with anyone, but I just had to let you know I'm doing this research. I need to be on a dating app for this, this research paper. <laughs> Would you be okay with that? Cause I know for me, if a girl tells me, if we're in, me and a girl are dating in a relationship and she tells me that she has to do an online pay, I'm like, well, that's great. You should join that app, but then we're not going to be together. Like, why am I waste? I'm not going to be with you at that point. <laughs> that does not make sense to me. Okay. Um, I, I, well, I have to think about this. So if there is 
if I know what they're studying, if I've been with them for six months, I would have known what they're into, like what their courses are or what they're taking. And they would have kept me abreast of all the information or the the studies that they're doing. So it would be the syllabus beforehand. Sorry? Syllabus, basically. Like they're the outline of all their court, what they're taking in the courses. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not that. No, no, no. I wouldn't be. No, no. I, I can give a person their autonomy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not that controlling. Um, I cannot when it comes to that crap, but go on. Okay. So what I'm saying is I would know their hmm. major. I would know like, so if they're in sociology, if they're in women's studies, or maybe they're doing an interesting course and, and it's a project. If they sure. bring it out to me while they're discussing the project, then I think, you know, they need to include me in that discussion. If they just (laughs) come to me, if they just randomly come to me and they say, oh yeah, by the way, I've been on here, um, uh, I'm doing this and and I'm gonna say, when did this start? And they're gonna be like, this was like a month ago. I'm gonna say, why didn't I hear this a month ago? Why are you telling me now? So I think for me, it depends on when they're telling me. If I knew right from the start, what the project is, what they have to do, what the, you know, maybe I would be like, okay, this sounds kind of cool. Let's just discuss some boundaries. And I would want to have that conversation. Okay. So you've got a project. You've shown me that it's a project legitimately. Like I know what the expectations of the project are now in terms of us, let's discuss some boundaries. And I would like to have that conversation. And I don't, and in that case, that'd be cool. And if they break those boundaries then obviously they're not ready, but you know, and if, and if it's fine and if they're still learning, that's fine. I, I do, I know there's a lot of research that needs to be done. I know there's people out in the field researching, right? In the field of studying, um, but they couldn't, also, they, but they couldn't like look that stuff up online. Yeah. You know what? Or they, <laughs> or they, kind of weird. I think, you know what? The, I would question their, the authenticity because this project, if you're doing a study, you don't, you are going in as a person in a relationship. You shouldn't Thank be there. So the study is flawed already. Your results are not going to matter because for you to do this successfully, you need to find others and ask them to report a survey or questionnaire. You know, you need to monitor single people. You going in there? I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to question the credibility of your study. So you sound very mature. I would have told her kick rocks that just does not to your point like that does not like i think if you're researching looking at like like study of dating and stuff like that like there's online data for that i think you know i just think that there's enough data i think you could find that online that and i'm territorial when it comes to that i don't want no freaking her talking to some random ass dude or whatever because let's be i'm speaking from a guy perspective okay most men don't have the same decorum that i have so they're (laughs) not even if she says oh yeah, I have a boyfriend and I'm just doing this to research. Those dudes ain't going to give a damn. Yeah. And it only takes one dude to kind of maneuver his little penis or whatever into our heart. And the next thing you know, she, let's say, decides to, you know, get cheat on me or whatever. And then we got to break up anyway. So to avoid all that, I would just say you should do that research paper, but I can't, I cannot be with you anymore, but I hope you so, pass. So, I hope you kill <laughs> So you know your limits, right? I mean, you yeah. That know... that I, I thought about it before we did this, but I I don't think I could. No, I, that's a no for me. Hmm. And that's fair. That's fine. That's your opinion, and you know I'm not one to judge you you're, on that. You got a very mature approach. Like you're <laughs> going to sit down with them and talk about it and kind of come up with the boundaries. That's very admirable. I don't know if I'd have to be really like I don't know. We'd have to have a very, 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 very solid foundation for me to even to consider doing that crap yeah and that's that's a fair point that i think that's that's a very valid point i would definitely feel a lot more uneasy if i was if i only met this person six months ago versus if i knew them for five years right um totally different story and even then again a lot of things matter right like when are you telling me this uh what is the like are you going to share with me what things like can I see what the profile is, you know? Um, Cause like, Can what exactly are you? From these friggin' people? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I want to see that online profile. I want to see the dummy. And if we can have fun together and that's my timer. 
I think that boundary conversation, the trust and all of those things need to be in place. But at the end of the day, it's also personal preference, right? Like if you, for example, like you knew what you can and can't handle and that's fine. So yeah. For I you thought to, about it. Like, yeah. I don't think I can deal with that. Yeah. I don't think I can deal with that. But then I was thinking about, cause I showed, I shared the video with you, the SNL video of that dating. <laughs> that dating. I thought it was hilarious. Girl, girl at a bar. So it's an SNL sketch titled girl at a bar. <laughs> You know, and the reason why I brought, I sent that to you is because I feel that kind of ties into like how dating is now. Like where, for example, like if you meet a, let's say if um like a girl at a bar yeah, and a guy talking to her or whatever, and he's probably going to say all the right things up until he's like, hey, let's, can I like whip out my penis and you touch it? And then she's like, nah, dude. And he's like, well, you're a bitch. And then just, you know, and that's kind of how the skit goes. And I think that's actually, I laughed. When I saw that skit, I died of laughter. <laughs> I died. It was hilarious. So, no, because I think that that's very accurate. I think that there's some guys out there that were like, yeah, you know, I support the Me Too movement and everything. You know, do you want to come <laughs> to my house and I'll like, you know, rub like oil on me or something? And she's like, no, I'm good. Whatever. <laughs> You're fake. Like that thing. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. I just thought that was hilarious. So that's why I wanted to bring that. I don't know why I brought that. I just thought it was funny. No, that was right. No, it, it goes, it goes back to what we're talking about in terms of being genuine or authentic, right? Like it happens yeah. in person too. You can, you can just say what the other person wants to say here. Uh, and, and that's, again, that's the scary thing. I just fundamentally, I don't really, I don't like the dating scenario. I don't like meeting people with the sexual pretext because there's, you can't possibly be very genuine because you're going to be impressing them. For me to really get to know someone, I need to know you with in a different way. And I need to know how you act when things get tough, because that's going to tell me about your character more than anything. Not when things are going well, when things are going unwell. That's why I say tolerable flaws. Exactly. And someone had asked, yeah, what do you mean by tolerable flaws? I'm like, well, that depends on if Marie and you were talking over time, I got to see those flaws and got to see if those are flaws I want to tolerate long-term or not. I don't know what they are. They want to just have a conversation about that instead of, I don't know, telling you exactly what I think you want to hear. Like, where's that going to get me? Right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I did that maybe when I was younger and I was impressionable and I was trying to, you know, I was (laughs) to get some girl attention. Yeah. Uh, now as I've gotten older, yeah, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's called, yeah, you know, maturity. It's called life. It's called introspection. Uh, you know, being looking inwards and learning social skills and understanding. Well, you know what? I can't do the song and dance anymore. It's just I don't want to do this fake song and dance. And as you said, yeah. the tolerable flaws should be the first. I think a good way to talk about uh, to really like, just know that's, that's what I look. That's what I care about. Like all the nice talking in the beginning is great. You know, we're all getting to know each other in the honeymoon phase. That's lovely. Yeah. But you know, it's over time. I gotta see how you are. I gotta see if you're like you know. Let's say if I don't text you back after two days, are you gonna like flip the flip out on me and bug out on me? Because yeah. I'm look at you like whoa really we're gonna we're, we're doing that now we're, we're in high school now we're gonna gonna flip out on me because i didn't text you back after two days because <laughs> i have a job and i'm in school and i have other things going on i can't just be glued to my damn phone all day like we're gonna do that because i'm not gonna do that with a woman yeah. i'm not gonna bug on a girl because she didn't text me back after like i don't think i've ever bugged out on a girl not text me back only if i've only done it when she's done it to me yeah that's the only you, time I've done it. You have opposing views uh, compared to Drake, you know. Soon as you see the text, he wants you to reply him. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm just quoting a lyric from one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> like an interview. I was like, oh my God, is it like breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he's got this song and he's uh, saying, soon as you see the text, reply me, you know. I, I, it's just, it's a funny line. It just always gets me. I'm like, damn, Drake. <laughs> But I think that's true. I think a lot of people are like that, though. So Drake, uh, you know, Drake is not wrong. I think a lot of people, when you send them a text, they're like, you need to text me back, like, instantly. So. But what does that mean? Like, I'm just, I don't know. My phone is not an extension of my skeletal system. You know, it's not. Neither is mine. Neither is mine. I turn off my phone at the time. Like, I only turned it on today because I had to send um, a quick text to somebody. But other than that, I usually keep my, I usually try to, if I can keep my phone off, like, for days on end, I would do that probably. 
you know, I'm already, like I said, I already deleted my Facebook and Instagram. So I'm already like very antisocial as is. So. Ah, well, that doesn't mean you're antisocial. It just means that you're taking a break from social media. Oh, look, which we... <gasps> you deleted your Facebook and Instagram? <laughs> oh my God. It's not that serious. It's literally just two apps. And I'm grown enough. Like I'm, like I said, I'm turning 37 next month. So I grew up in an era without any of that crap. Mm. So it's, for me, it's it's different. It's, uh, again, it's perspective. It's, it's, uh, gen- different generations are going to have different viewpoints on it, but I did wanted to comment on one point, uh, that you brought up earlier was okay. getting to know someone like, and how it takes time. Right. So people kind of judging you based on the conversation or relationships that we have, but our dynamic is very different. We're, you oh. know, we're talking about, we're talking about random stuff at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, in knowing someone, when you know someone for a long time, you are bound to have conflict, right? You, and especially when I think when you know someone as, as a friend or a creative partner or in whatever context, I think context is key. So I don't think it's fair for someone then to assume, you know, for you to bring that same persona, but I, I guess I can see that for you because you're, I, the way I think is that you're going to have to earn my friendship. You're going to have to earn my love. Um, And that comes with time. And in the beginning, I am going to be very different. But if you stick around, you're going to see the best of me. So I think the, yeah, it's just something to, to mention in terms of getting to know someone because everybody takes time and everybody's different. Uh, I think people are looking for that. We talked about this to know and the spark, right? You want that instant connection, that magnetic attraction, which can happen, like, but it can, it fades also. Exactly. These bootleg electricians out here talking about sparks and elect- and uh, connections. <laughs> but no, I agree. And I'm the same way. And I think that's the thing, like with, with online dating. And I think that's why online dating is kind of crappy now because people don't really generally want to take that time to get to know someone to really, cause it takes time to actually do that. Exactly. Like, I to know me after like two weeks Yeah, and no. people, like, figure me out. Like what's Michael's deal. And if you're trying to figure me out, don't, I'll tell you that right now. You're wasting your time. Just, if you want to figure me out and get to know me, talk to me over time and get to know me. But yeah, if you it think takes it's time. Happen, yeah. Time. And especially with me, I'm similar to you because you got to earn it with me. You got to earn the right to get to know me. I'm not just, don't think because I do vlogs and podcasts that, you're just, I'm an open book and you're going to get to know me right away. That, that That's not how I operate. So I have to make sure I put that PSA out for people, women, just in case they get it confused here. You know? <laughs> um, Again, and I say that saying that I got to do this the same way I'm saying that about women got to do that with me. I have to do that with you too. I have to earn the right to get to know you as well. Yeah. So it's not just a one-off here. I'm yeah. going to, you can't expect me to just be this open book and bear my soul and all this. Like I remember one time, I was talking online with the girl and, you know, she asked me like, you know, what are your, what are you into? Like, what do you like to do for fun? And I told her what I like to do for fun. Or no, she asked me to tell me about myself, which I hate again. (laughs) So I told her about myself and then she's like, Oh, I want to know more. I'm like, me and you just been talking for five minutes. I'm not bearing my soul to you. What do you want to know? My damn blood type. I'm not telling you all that. (laughs) What do you CIA? Because if I ask me all these in-depth questions early on, I'm going to be thinking you're wearing a wire and you're working for the feds. And at that point, (laughs) so. Well, different, there's different personalities. Some people uh, will pour their heart and soul out in five minutes and it's incredible. And my mother, bless her heart, is one of those people. You ask her one question, Mike, she's going to give you 10 answers and then you'll know her life history. And as a kid, oh my goodness, I got embarrassed. I remember looking at a place once to, to like like a house and the, the person just asked her one question and then she just gave the whole life history and I'm standing right beside her like with my jaw dropped going, this is too much information. I, I'm getting uncomfortable. So there are people out there that, that just blurt out their whole life story or maybe they blur, blur blurting out uh, it depends on what they're blurting out. Sometimes it's yeah. what they want you to hear, right? Uh, and they're hiding all the other things. And other times it's just whatever, uh, it's the good and the bad, but not everyone is the same. I mean, that's just the beauty of individuality and diversity is that you're going to have to get to know different people and understand that some people take time to get to know or like some people take you get to know them 
really well for one, two years, whereas other others, you'll get to know them well in a month. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I don't believe that you can get to know someone in a month, to be honest. I don't. No. It's just that you're, you're going to get to know about them more. Yeah. So in terms of the personality difference, like for you, maybe it, to know a lot about Mike, it'll take three, four years, but maybe to know a lot about, let's say Joe, it'll take a month. But just because I know a lot about Joe doesn't mean I know him. And that's no, the thing. His facts are not a representation of his personality and how he resolves problems, deals with conflict, how his, what his flaws are. I need to to really, for me to get to know someone, that's going to have to be at least a year, I think, oh, yeah, to sure. really like get to know ex, someone. Yeah, like my ex-girlfriend, she had to wait a month. We waited, like, she had to wait a month before we met up in person. Mm, we talked on the phone, and she was, she, <laughs> when we were dating, she was pissed, because she was like, you had me wait for like a month. You had me going out with these random-ass guys. I'm like, listen, you gotta, <laughs> listen, you gotta earn it with me. I'm not just going to ask you all just because you say. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> how, how I am, so... And again, I know that doesn't lend itself to some women because some women need to know right away, you know, because they got like 30 guys in their inboxes, like desperately trying to date them. And I understand that. So and it's not a cycle like you. I think we have to prioritize if you really it's quality, not quantity. Right? Oh, yeah. But it's more. But with online dating, it's more qual. It's more quantity. It's more Which just so much is quantity. inherently flawed. So there you go. <laughs> you know, like all these messages and like half of them are just fluffing nonsense half the time. I know most men that, you know, most men don't know any better. You know, some <laughs> dudes, there's some good dudes out there for sure. But most of the guys are dipshits. I mean, <laughs> having guy friends who are similar in what Thank I'm saying. Thank you, Mike, for that very honest and candid response to your I'm gender. drinking some, yeah, I'm having a <laughs> right now. So, you know, the <laughs> flowing like a nice little tap or like Niagara Falls. Like the Niagara Falls. Well, we were, we we're privileged to hear that, uh, to witness the falls. <laughs> well, just, we, should like, we should have like a drink one once a month. We should have like a drinking podcast. Like we just have like a drink. <laughs> Let the inhibitions go down the filter. <laughs> we'll just have like, we'll just a random topic. <laughs> and just drink. <laughs> That's a YouTube video. That's a YouTube series where you just got some okay, COVID ends then in the lockdown or whatever. I don't know. Are we still in lockdown? Yeah, we are. Still oh. <laughs> I've been watching like SNL skits and funny stuff, so I don't even been paying attention. Yeah, so I don't even know. All about comedy. All about comedy. Um, yeah, like I don't know what's going. I don't even really know what's going on. I don't know what our numbers are or anything. I don't they're pay bad. Attention. They're not good. Either Trump or COVID. I can't handle either of that anymore. No, so they're, they're not good. Don't worry. I don't blame you. I think comedy is great, and uh, I think humor is great. And going back to relationships, right? If we yes. inject humor, um, you know, we're better off, I, I think, to, to deal with things, to deal with our insecurities, to be okay with it. Um, I'm not saying using, obviously humor is used in different ways, sometimes to mask true feelings, but if you can be humorous about your own insecurities and flaws, it shows mm -hmm. a great deal of char charisma, character, and courage, right? Uh, I think yeah. it's... And also with each other's flaws, you know, because we're all going to die. I mean, you're, no one's going to be perfect. <laughs> so, and that concludes the advice section of this relationship podcast. Um, I'm <laughs> I think that's wonderful advice. I couldn't say it better myself. Why, thank you. Actually, to summarize, uh, any last thoughts, Mike? <laughs> um, okay, so one thing I will say, I'll tell people if they're, let's say if they're new listeners or people are listening and they're unsure about going online, the only real advice I can give you in all honesty is don't watch the video testimonials of people on YouTube telling them, telling you about their experiences on like POF or a dating app, simply because their experiences are usually always flawed and they're always complaining that every single person that they've messaged or they talk to is fake or they're this or they're that and all this crap your experience on there is going to be told could be totally different than theirs you could potentially meet the love of your life on there so my advice is don't listen to those dipshits on youtube saying oh <laughs> don't go on hinge or don't go on bumble because those apps are a waste of time yeah it was a waste of time to them it may not be a waste of time to you oh that's really uh that's great advice mike well it should be said because there's too many experts telling yeah. you all this <laughs> air quotes of yeah. telling you, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. Go on this app, and this app is terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was still for you because you're an asshat and you probably are ter- you're you probably <laughs> attracted a bunch of losers, men and women both, and you got what you deserved. So, but, so but your experience could be different. So don't go off of what people are saying on these online forums or blogs or vlogs or whatever. You make the decision for yourself. Is this something I want to go down the road of? If you do, then great. If you don't, that's fine. But don't listen to these idiots on YouTube and shit telling you whatever, because they have no shit. You're telling me you've gone gone on 10 dates and every single person you went on a date with is crazy. I watched one where a woman basically complained to saying that she went on 10 dates and every single guy she went on a date with is crazy. Really? Every single guy's crazy. You ain't crazy at all? No. You ain't got a little twitch or nothing? Get out of here. I don't want to hear that. That's bull. Yeah. That's excellent advice. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Not in a more humorous way either. Um, It's to understand that, you know, everyone has their experience, good or bad. And at the end, it's something that you have to find out for yourself and avoid that bias that you will avoid people's stories, biased stories, because like you asked me something and it was my opinion. And I said, well, you know, here's a pros, here's a cons. This is what I prefer. Um, you know, you have your preferences, but we're not going to say that one's better than the other. Absolutely, Absolutely. not. You're going to, I know plenty of people, by the way, that have found their husbands, wives on their partners, their life partners on online. And, you As know, yeah, and on all channels. I think I know someone who found them on Match, one person on Plenty of Fish, uh, one person on Tinder, a bunch of people on Tinder. So, and they're happily married. So, I mean, you never know. You just don't know. Yes, and you can't, and you won't know if you listen to some loser sitting in their house bitching and complaining about, oh my God, this person's on this episode terrible. I don't even <laughs> think dating apps are terrible, in all honesty. I think the people that use the apps, the way they use them, are terrible. I don't think when when people, the creators of Tinder created Tinder, they had the intention of it being this hookup crap that it's become. I think that they had the best intentions. The way people use the apps is the problem. So you have to filter those those douches out. And exactly. It's, it's what the theme of our conversation has been too, right? We're talking about social skills. We're talking about how, yes, being online makes it easier to be disingenuous, be, but, but it's still, the accountability is still there. We have the power to, to be genuine, right? We have the power to be honest with ourselves and, and others. And I think if we can do that, then you're at a good start. You know, if you can do that, that that's a good start as any. So. I agree. Look at you, so right. I'm busting up. Lovely advice. The more you know, we should have that NBC like rainbow. That- <laughs> the more you know, we need to do. Some, we need a graphics team here. Well, we do. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We can. I wonder if we get like sound effects on here. Or do we have to like pay for that? You know, I have a keyboard. I have a synthesizer, and it's got some really funny and weird sound effects. It's got this like DJ board, and oh man. yeah, I remember you. Something. I know we can't add music because copyright and all this crap. No, but, I can uh, use my keyboard. I can use my keyboard. Yeah, we can yeah, we couldn't, like use like a song, like a, a Drake song. We couldn't use like Tele Hotline Bling or something like that. We probably, like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll put something out. But no, that was great advice. I pre- I love that what you said. Well, thanks for joining, Mike. Uh, what, always what a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> Especially when I'm drinking, even I'm even better. And actually, I didn't swear that much. Remember in the swearing one, I said that sometimes when I drink, I tend to swear more. I actually swore maybe four times. That's pretty, I, that's a good record because I figured I swore a lot more. So Yeah, yeah. I got to, I don't know if I should bleep you out, if I should leave it and mark it explicit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, go with what you, you know what, do what you feel, Sana. You feel. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I, I think it's humorous. I probably will mark it explicit because uh, yeah. it's pretty hilarious and uh, it's okay. I appreciate your <laughs> Your authenticity, Michael. <laughs> the great crown royal helps it even more. <laughs> and cheers to that. <laughs> you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast uh, subscribe, subscription services. Um, you can also go to my website, www.artisana.com. So that's spelled A-A-R-T-Y-S-A-N-A.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Sana. And thank you, Mike, for joining once again.